This time on No, Not the Mind Probe, episode number 52, Vamplified. Welcome to, no, not the Mind Probe. Uh, yeah, that is, that's when somebody's handing you the mind probe. It's like you, you're like, I want the chips. And they're like, here's the mind probe. And you're like, no, no I, I, mind probe. Yeah. I don't know that uh, you'd get so upset about the chips. I feel like <laughs> if you're like, I need the, the, the drill, uh, the drill with the long bit on it, and they, they give you the mind probe, you're like, no, no that, not the mind that probe. That reading was about chips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would, if I was handing it, asking for a drill, it'd be totally different. It was a cheap reading. Jeez. Yeah, um, it's like, a podcast. It, just, it sounds like you're a doctor's like a scalpel, uh, chips. I'll do the chips. No. <laughs> if you get hungry, during, surgery takes hours. I watch ER. That's true. I know how it works. Um, we're back. By the way, this we're is back. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Uh, Took a little break. This is a podcast where we ratchet and rank every single doctor story ever. Blah blah. Uh, and we have missed a, a weekend. We're very sorry about that. Um, yeah, we missed an episode, so we've been gone. A, a month yeah. in your now, tiny little years. If you um, check the website, I did put up a, a vague message. Uh, I'm <laughs> yes. not going to a ton of detail because if Porter will recall, when we started this podcast, I said, I'll do it if we're HIPAA compliant. Yeah. Uh, it was very <laughs> important. We respect medical privacy. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't want to talk about what happened, why we were away, unless you consent to it. Right, uh, right. About how we want to talk about this. Like, wh- where were we? Were we just in the ether? Just celebrating the holidays? Well, why don't you say who you are, and then I'll say who I am. All right. I'll try. So, um, so that's, that's actually the, our first step of compliance, is actually acknowledging our personal identities, identity, which we right. don't have to do. You're consenting to do that. Well, well, well see, the problem is that uh, my name, if it's connected to health information, suddenly becomes health information. Folks, if you want to <laughs> tune into my PHI podcast, uh, it's it's... It's difficult. <laughs> Do you spend like an hour each episode just sort of like making sure everyone's on the same page right. about what information Everybody they will or won't be are. discussing? Now, I am a I am a covered entity uh, and you are businesses. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Some just some HIPAA humor for, for our uh, international okay. audience. What are we going to do with you? Um, <laughs> my name is John Grant. Uh, check. And I am a lifelong Doctor Who fan. Uh, and that is not medical information. That is just a fact. Uh, and I have been watching Doctor Who for 37 amazing years. My name is Porter Mason. John's been asking me to watch Doctor Who for 25 years. And a year or so ago, I finally said yes. And yeah, so what, what happened was what a few happened weeks was. ago, what yeah. happened? Um, my young daughter, who is unable to be vaccinated. By the way, if you are able to be vaccinated, you I, should do if that. You aren't now. I, yeah. I probably me telling you won't do anything, hmm. but please do. Uh, she's unable to be vaccinated, so uh, she uh, unfortunately caught COVID from a twenty-minute swim lesson hmm. uh, that she was at, and because uh, other than that, she hadn't been out the house at big right. Christmas and stuff. So she got COVID. She's fine, um, but it was a, and an extended period of time uh, that kind of threw our lives around because we have some older people who live with us. My wife's parents. So and no, I need you to stop there. We have some older people. We have some older people who hang who around. Who they are, where they came from. Uh, <laughs> loafers. We just kind no, of wait them out. They watch our kids um, during the day and live with us. And so we had to kind of 
we had to get them out of the house because uh, they are vaccinated, boosted, but breakthrough infections occur with mm-hmm. boosted and are um, particularly uh, of greater risk if people are immunocompromised or older. And one of them is both. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. we had to kind of shift things around. So I was essentially like, you know, full time. Um, full-time parents and homemaker for a week because my wife uh, works at a hospital and she is unable to call in sick because I don't know if you've heard, but they kind of need people (laughs) at hospitals. Constantly. They've been whining the most through this COVID thing, the hospital people. Um, (laughs) And uh, uh, by the way, that would also be great if you people would get vaccinated because uh, then we wouldn't have constant uh, crunch at the hospital all the mm-hmm. time that would be and, great. and when you if you do go to get vaccinated you aren't vaccinated go get vaccinated tell them no not the mind probe sent you tell them the probe uh, sent you <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just whisper to them i'm a prober whisper into their ear as they yeah. give you the vac- vaccine go ahead uh, go ahead and stick that needle in me I well, so the, anyway my daughter's fine mm-hmm. we're all back together and the good news on all this is john was asking um mm-hmm. prior to us knowing she tested positive for covid mm-hmm. i was with her for the entire day mm-hmm. breathing on mm-hmm. all her glorious germs mm-hmm. and my boosted ass didn't get sick at all so um oh, i gotta feel. say thumbs up for that uh and, and no one in the family uh got sick uh we took some precautions there to prevent it but still that first day or two when you don't know like you're not taking the precautions because you don't know yet so yeah um so that was good news Get so all shots. back to relatively normal please stay up to date on your shots including covid not just covid by the way stay up to yeah. date on all your shots yeah. how about that uh, but um, not rubella i mean come on, come on. i remember is, is i went into the hospital for something a few years ago and they were like <laughs> Are you up to date in your tetanus shot? And I was like, I don't know. Throw another one. In there. <laughs> like, <laughs> can't it can't hurt. Like, how much do does it cost? And they're like, yeah, oh, that's nothing. their standard it's care package. Nothing. And you're like, all right, all right, fine. Um, and they're like, we'll also anyway, detail you for that. Yeah. That's that's an aside. That's where we were. So right. we took that episode off and decided to. We were maybe going to see if we could come back that week because that because that was an extended period. We mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. that is just a whole. And hopefully, what you did during that time is watch um oh, what was the episode i was gonna recommend well you could watch time in the ronnie um oh yeah that's a good I one appreciate that um, or um i hoped you just watched the edge of destruction on a loop for 24 hours because yeah. that is what some of my days felt like <laughs> that's like a fever uh, dream yeah <laughs> uh yeah i mean you know we're sorry obviously a lot of bored russians just started massing on the border of ukraine we're sorry about that everybody sorry uh, about that that yeah, was partly I mean, due to my daughter as well yeah um, a lot of you know people obviously they tried to fill the time in different ways but the important thing is we're back so everybody stand down world war three can wait and again we have another 200 episodes <laughs> of this show before my daughter she's four years old unable she's unvaxxed at this mm-hmm. point and virulently nationalistic uh mm-hmm. russian so mm-hmm. she really kind of ginned up uh putin over there and um and i'm sorry about that i yeah. really am sorry about that yeah that's, and that's apparently funny. breaking news abu dhabi had a drone strike so that's another if you come to the probe for your news <laughs> <laughs> which i think you should i think you really should yeah yeah i mean i think and and we should start ending the probe with uh, and not here's the future and be like and that's the way it was and that's the way it was <laughs> all right well here's what we actually do on uh yeah, this podcast. Like, here's what each actually episode. happens on this podcast <laughs> each episode we look at two stories we're going through the new 21st century doctor who right in order just that's a, just straight on through till morning yeah and then uh, our Doctor Who curator John, whom you've met, yeah, uh, yeah. will will pair that news story with a classic story. John, 
what are we watching in this episode? And please throw some throw something at me where I can really tie these two episodes together. Yeah, That's what I need right now. Subtle link. Uh, but if you uh, like to suck the life out of others, this is the <laughs> yes. show for you. Uh, we're, we're talking about vampires, folks. Vampirism. Uh, vampire. Uh, it sounded very vampirism. <laughs> talking about vampirism. And Don Knotts will be joining us. Number from the music man. I'm talking about vampirism. I'm talking about vampires. <laughs> right here in River City. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, vampires in Venice. Uh, vampires mm. in Venice. That's actually the name of the first episode. I mean, look how okay. look how this works. We still got it. I mean, you you're on a hiatus. Still, still got it. it. Still got it. Uh, yes, Matt Smith and Karen Gillan. And oh, who who's that? Who's that? It's Rory. It's Arthur Darville. Hey. Rory has arrived, uh, and uh, they head to Venice, uh, where there are some fish vampires standard uh and uh we've paired that with uh, one of the classic who's uh, uh, uh sojourns into vampirism uh which is actually also a continuation on this is actually the i think the only time uh in this entire podcast so folks mark your calendars folks who are listening to this like two years from now because they started and they're still back on episode three or whatever uh <laughs> mark your damn you know, I just out can't crack episode news. two they're like i just <laughs> one more time let me just run that through one more time <laughs> what are they talking about um this is the only time that the classic series is also going in order so we listened to full circle last episode we're now in state of decay which is another fourth doctor uh, romana two and adric story and vampires I'm a little already. I'm a little bit slow oh, on the uptake there. Oh my goodness! <sighs> there was a lot oh, of come music on. capping. <laughs> all right. Well, there we go. Just a fine. Well, we actually just went through all here. five segments of the show. <laughs> and, uh, goodbye, everybody. All right. <laughs> we don't have a lot of content this week. <laughs> let's recap these episodes. All right. So let's start with the Vampires of Venice series five, see, uh, episode six, rather. Uh, we mentioned it's the 11th Doctor. We have Amy and Rory joining Rory. as a companion. We'll talk yeah. more about him. Uh, the This was one 50-minute uh, episode. It aired on May 8th, 2010. And John prepared a little clip for us, which I'll play for you now. How are you doing that? I am loving it. You're like Houdini, only five slightly scary girls. And he was shorter, will be shorter. I'm rambling. I'll ask you again, senor. Who are you? Why don't you check this out? Library card, of course. It's with these many despair. Pale, creepy girls who don't like sunlight and can't be seen. Ha! Huh. Am I thinking what I think I'm thinking? But the city, why shut down the city? You've and now mess? Seen your- we shall call for the steward. If you're lucky. Tell me the whole plan. One day that'll work. Listen, I would love to stay here. This whole thing. I'm thrilled. Oh, this is Christmas. All right. That was so. That was a fun little fun little fact. Because um, I, I want to start peppering in fun facts instead of our normal ones. Uh, so, fun fact that was, I believe, 
prior to the season starting, that was the first sort of clip of Matt Smith in action. That that was like sort of the first exposure to they that right there with the four or five vampires. Yeah, I think they had like released like a little preview or something, and, and we huh. saw like a little That's bit of Matt odd. Smith. And I was like, okay, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, he's going to be interesting. Uh, but yeah, there so you go. Some Matt Smith early, That's early Matt Smith, interesting, and, and girls in white dresses who are vampires. Is this the first Matt Smith um, period piece? Or, uh, yeah, I guess so, right? Because uh, he didn't go... Well, I mean, Victory of the Daleks was in set in World War II, but it's not particularly um, right. location-y, right? It's just in the bunker and or in the in the war rooms. Yeah, so, yeah. well, that definitely counts. <laughs> no, because, that, that, because they had the whole Winston Churchill side of it. And, right, yeah. It's, yeah um, this is, this is okay. less historic-y. Yeah, but so I mean, I I I feel like the ones that are set in earthly past yeah. are very different than either in the future or on other planets. Like yeah, they have a like this reminded me a lot of the the Shakespeare one with yeah. um with well, they're Dick a little Tenet. more grounded, right? There's obviously rules that uh, we we know and we all know Venice. We've I've never been, been to Venice. I, I I would love to visit. Sometime. You must go, and I I would recommend going Quickly. sooner rather Quickly. than later. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> there's no uh, uh, vampire fish that are causing the sinking of Venice. It's yeah. doing fine on its, its own. It's doing its own. Yeah, and it's very. Uh, Venice is beautiful. I've been once. It's beautiful. Uh, it is amazing. There are no cars. That's what I, I surprised as because it's, it's just a little island, and there's just no room for cars. Um, it is very floody. Very floody. Like, Ooh, floody. It really um, feels like this place similar to New Orleans where it felt like someone was just like, bet you don't bet you think we can't make a city here. What about this? <laughs> What's also, like, what oh, I love cool. about it is it has this uh it's very uh because a lot of the buildings, like the first floor is condemned because it keeps flooding with water and stuff like that, and people sort of live in the upper stories and it and there's obviously it was built however many centuries ago. Um, and it's, it's not like there was, there's not like a Sears or something like they were like, Oh, let's just throw in a Walmart. Like there's <laughs> nothing else to build. So even like a McDonald's was in like an old, like building and, you know, but whatever, but it's just kind of the, the, the mentality is just like, yeah, it's going to sink in the ocean. Like there's nothing we can do folks. It's, it's going to go. Uh, and so they just kind of accept it. And it's just sort of, a, it's got this sort of elegiac feeling. It's very striking. And it's just kind of like, you know, like I feel like if we were America, we'd have, you know, they'd be trying to put their buildings on floats and we'd be trying to cranes everywhere trying to, you know, and they're just kind of, Italians are just kind of like, eh, it's going to go. It's been around <laughs> for centuries. Like, fine. <laughs> get, we got a lot of other continent to deal with. But anyway, well, it's lovely. And it, yeah, I, I would like to visit. Um, So in, in this episode, we're here in Venice in 1580. And we have an interesting uh teaser to this episode which is teaser being the clip prior to the the credits um cold prior to the opener opening theme um where we have a double one so Mm. we have our sort of traditional scare moment teaser where we have uh a gentleman and his daughter and he's presenting his daughter to don't know but they look sort of like royal people at at this point we don't know who they are and saying like you must take my daughter we don't have anything she's all i have it but she she needs to be educated because she's wonderful and this is a way out of this life for her and they say okay Mm -hmm. yeah we'll accept her um she's coming right now and he's a little put off by this but like okay get get out of here and then on the way out he sees um the 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 young man who was there as one of the, the royals accepting her into the school bare teeth that look like 
like vampire teeth and yeah. like there's a big scary sound effect i think it happens to parents a lot right you, you, <laughs> yes. you leave and you're just like oh is he gonna eat her oh and then like, oh, i'll be back at three <laughs> <laughs> so we see that and like traditionally that would be the moment where you hear you know um, yeah. mm-hmm. but instead then we additionally go and see matt smith I think immediately with Rory. Yeah. And Rory's and anyway, party. sort of explaining yeah. that like, hey, uh, Amy kissed me and I kissed her. Oh, no, it's a stag party. I'm yeah, sorry. He pops out of the cake. Right, yeah. right, right. He's at uh, Rory's stag party because remember, none of this has happened <laughs> in Rory's mind. It's just the night of his wedding, the night before his wedding, which I think <laughs> it's so crazy that they used to and still do i guess have the actual bachelor party the night of the wedding like yeah that's a, yeah i guess so i mean i think that's what's implied i don't know yeah but, no, i know uh, i mean it must be right so um i mean he could have just gone back to that moment anyway yeah he pops out of the cake at royce royce tag party takes him aside and says look um she tried to kiss me but i think it's just because she got caught up in the moment and i was there anyway i want you to come with me and what i liked about the basically is like you need to be here with us because i think that's all that was and and she she needs you here with her anyway what i liked about it is that this doctor it's so different than the david Tennant thing of like maybe i'm interested in this it's just like oh no no that's all wrong here look here's your fiance come on here it is like um trying to sort it out basically um so i just i really liked his his uh his drive with the doctor's drive with this which is just like oh let's fix this let's not get distracted by this no, that there, may there, not continue there are wonderful like, throwaway lines in the scene of him he pops out of the cake and he's, <laughs> he's almost i'm old you can't hear dialogue anymore but like there's a few things he pops out of the cake and he's like oh rory thank goodness i thought i got i was in the wrong cake again uh so implying that you're <laughs> yeah. really gay uh, and, and he's like uh, lovely young woman uh, by the yeah. way outside he's sort of get her a jumper or something yeah. her, and then she's like lovely woman uh, and then he just goes and Matt Smith delivers it pitch perfectly he just goes lovely woman going like to cause something diabetic uh, it's just, it's just perfect uh and then yes and then announces that amy tried to kiss him in front of all of rory's friends uh, and, yeah. and he's announces some great things like uh, no amy not tried to like amy kissed me she's like yeah. by the way great kisser I, you should be very proud like she's a wonderful kisser anyway um so then and then we have the smash cut. I forgot what it ends on, but it ends on a little stinger there, yeah. which is nice. But he says, look, why don't we go back? You guys go anywhere you like, somewhere romantic. And they pick Venice. Um, so they go back to Venice and they quickly get as as they are want to do, just like the Scooby-Doo gang. They get caught up in something. Do they there. Get there? Yeah. Um, and what we find out is that this woman we saw at the beginning and what turns out to be it was her son was with her, uh, Signora Rosanna Calivieri. Yeah. Um, she, hey, that's right. Uh, she is a she is a claimant that the Black Plague yeah. is yeah. too so bad everywhere. Don't go outside of Venice. <laughs> no, like, well, no. folks. Um, for those who aren't, that is, we are speaking Italian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Molto bene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So she she's keeping people in the city by telling them that the plague has returned yeah. and they can't go outside the bounds of the city and. Like you know, they realize right on the nose for right now, in a way. Right? <laughs> yeah, and the doctor realizes, of course, this is false. And then they meet uh, a man. Uh, they meet the man that we saw in the opener. His name is Guido. Apparently, I didn't catch that. I'm reading this in the synopsis, I never yeah. caught his name. 
And he's basically since then been trying to get I mean, back inside. I hope inside his name is Guido. Because if it's not, you just made a very insensitive, like, racial. Big yeah. You're just like, ah, probably. Big mistake. Italy is probably Guido. Yeah. <clears throat> or, so or his Wario. daughter, Isabella. <laughs> Isabella's got inside. I think he's a Wario. And so they're basically like, look, we have to stop and help people because otherwise we wouldn't have stories and they wouldn't keep making this TV show and then we couldn't keep time traveling. <laughs> yeah, so, right, right. Um, so uh, Amy is honest scripting. They're just, <laughs> just the whole the thing. Characters so just know what they're doing. They're just like, yeah, we would never TV show if we didn't do this. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, so the whole show is basically, first of all, I should say um, I love that Rory's brought in in this way. And it reminds me very much of when Mickey was brought in with Rose where like, I don't even remember, like I just really love the episodes with Mickey. I'm like, Oh, this is great. Like I just appreciated hit this sort of outsider tone of like, I'm kind of interested to be here, but I'm also like, what are you guys do? This is nuts. Whereas the companion, just by nature of them being the companion for Dr. Who are just kind of like, I'm going with this immediately. I'm, right. I'm in. And so I liked having the, a little bit more reality thrown in there. And also just the boyfriend there of immediately, not just being threatened, but being like, I need to get you back and just have a normal life. And this is quite literally Rory's plot here for a little while. So, um, and really great, what's him. great is that it is uh i was thinking about it is it is we're in we're like um i think this when this came out we were like 47 years into doctor who you know your normal tv show <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh and this is the first time this dynamic has ever happened like the first time you've ever had really? but they've uh, had it, boyfriend and girlfriend yeah but it was it was oh, no, mickey and rose were it was pretty quick mickey was in and out uh no no i thought before that i thought there were some other pairs of companions um, no. who were boyfriend girlfriend oh no okay. um like ben and polly it was always sort of implied but it was never like this explicit uh and by explicit i mean sexually graphic uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, i should mention right after the credits they're yeah. just a hardcore sex scene yeah really yeah. out of nowhere you're just like yeah. oh this is unusual uh and then you realize you bit torrented the the porn version uh <laughs> like, i mean uh, i watched it all the way through i i <laughs> took the time to bit torrent it so i mean like let's... yeah i mean it'd be rude not to um no but it is, it is sort of it's like yeah they they uh, this dynamic of having like a an engaged um, and couple in the tardis uh had never really been done before i mean yeah you got mickey is kind of the closest where you have a boyfriend but he he disappears pretty quickly but as we'll find rory sticks around for a while um and uh yeah it's just kind of it was kind of neat watching because i'm just like wow you know after you know after after 47 years you'd think they'd be running out of ideas but apparently you can still surprise us with a little fresh fresh yeah tape. and so what i like is that amy has the standard companion attitude of like Oh, they run into someone. They run into a caper. She's like, "Great, let's get involved in the caper." And Murray's like, "What? Why? Like, why? <laughs> why don't we just keep enjoying Venice and then go? Because there's no reason to get involved." Like, yeah. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so and and that's sort of the theme of the episode. And immediately when they are meeting this guy and trying to help him find his daughter, uh, Amy immediately says. Well, I could clearly like be a decoy and go in and lure myself into the school and then get you through. And Rory had just had this talk with the doctor about like, you cannot do this. You can't put her in danger. Yeah. And you, so he, because of that conversation says like, no, we're not doing that. Um, but then they basically can't think of anything else. <laughs> so, so that's what they end up doing. So she goes inside. They're trying to break in. Um, they, they do break in under this secret passageway. What they learn, uh, they do. They are able to get Amy out. But what Amy and they learn is she kicks. It almost felt like she kicked very purposefully at 
the uh, Signora Calaveri um, <clears throat> and hit this little transponder, transmonster uh, dealy bop. Cloaking device. Little thing. fanny pack cloaking <laughs> device. <laughs> little fanny pack. Yeah. And when she kicked that, um, this what looks like a woman turns into this alien like fish looking thing mm-hmm. and so what we come to learn is and this is one of those real like doctor who um oh they really everything they do is like a vampire mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. here's the reasons for all the things that they do so not everything people. but like yeah. a, a mm-hmm. lot of things yeah. fit into what you think of as a vampire and what they're doing is they're they're getting women of the city um, slowly transfusing them with the blood of this alien race to turn them, I guess, and I guess what that turns them into this race. Yeah, um, yeah. And while when they turn into that race, they can't see sunlight because they're fish people that like live deep and under the are. water. They don't mm-hmm. do well with sun. And again, the blood drinking is really more about their, they have to drain the blood of the person to put the other blood in. So, and the teeth are, um just their teeth from this like weird fish beast beast teeth yeah so it's like a lot of the things that are and they're very pale because they have to keep them inside from sunlight Mm -hmm. so a lot of these things are so much like vampires but then later on when they're like trying to fend them off i think it's roy or maybe the doctor i think it's roy pulls out a cross and holds it up and they hit it away and he's like no that doesn't that doesn't do anything they're not really (laughs) vampires anyway um we find that's that's why they're being kept there the the guy's daughter is still trapped. She she has now been turned or is part way to turning. Like it's it's too late for her. Yeah. They can't get her out. Um, and the doctor's able to get in and talk to uh Rosanna and they and just mentioning that because in the little I'm the bad guy, I'm gonna tell you our plan moment, she reveals that they're they're a race from another planet. They're the only ones left of their race. And something they started seeing cracks, she said. Yeah, they fell and in the cracks, cracks they saw time. silence. And um, so that's interesting. We'll come back yeah, to that because we hear it at yeah. the end of the episode. And but it brings up an interesting dynamic that's very reminiscent of David Tennant era, which is saying, like, okay, you know, you rush in, you help Guido, great. In doing so, you are just this is the extinction of this race um you know because maybe don't agree like we and she says a couple times like we just need one city like we need one city and then we can repopulate of course then they'll probably want to take over the world but you know anyway typical. um typical fish typical italian fish people you know it's just saying like yes you would y- yes these humans will be sacrificed essentially to be turned into these beasts yes okay <laughs> yes <laughs> he's gonna sink into the ocean at some point exactly yeah um but you know uh by sort of foiling this plan you're you're uh com- you're you're killing a race you're you're making this race extinct so i don't know if he goes back and talks about that more but that, i thought that was interesting oh and so what they're doing is they're, it's only females because i guess the males survived on this journey out out of that planet mm. um and they're living underwater one thing i didn't understand they're living underwater so when the female has been transfused with blood and is like ready to i guess they're called the saturn saturnine yeah. um then they they go into the water, um, but what I didn't understand, so they're able to defeat her. And the the guy blows down. up yeah. some, some stuff uh, and d- like basically kills all the young women who they've been turned. So there's there's no her whole plan has been foiled. She throws herself into the water, mm-hmm. 
and seems to be like eaten alive. And I didn't understand that. Classic trope of the mother being eaten by her children. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, um, yeah, she leaves the the device on so that children don't recognize her because she looks like a human woman. Um, Oh, okay. Although I suppose why wouldn't they mate with her? But maybe I don't know. That's that's too filthy for a doctor. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so what what they were going to do at some point, I didn't totally understand why they would do it in this way or maybe climb it was climb under sort of, a tower, yeah. Yeah, and then like cause earthquakes and sink Venice into the sea yeah, quicker than it already is. Storm or I didn't understand yeah. the point of that. Why wouldn't they just convert all the women and then put them in the sea? Like what's the point of destroying Venice? I didn't really understand that. Yeah, I, um I've seen this a couple times now and I, I still don't really fully understand what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, there's a device on the top of the tower and it's going to make it rain. And then he goes up and he makes the device not work. And then and he just goes up and solves it. I yeah. Mean, what I kind of feel about this episode in general is that there's some nice, like things that are brought up that are interesting. Like yeah. I said, like bringing Rory along. I mean, like they're just yeah. having him come along. There's a really interesting dynamic, totally different and makes it so different immediately. Well, you said it's never even happened before in all of Dr. Who, but yeah, very different from the previous few compa- different than donna different than rose right. just different dynamic immediately so that's cool yeah i like it and then and we're already and we're getting into um you know amy like happy to have rory back but also you know ran away with the doctor for a reason right and so her kind of wrestling with that too of does she want this right you need to really get away from your your fiance and think about it so i'm gonna now pick up your fiance and bring him along uh <laughs> yeah i i have to say i was so i don't know um i don't know if i didn't pay attention i do I, I i really did for especially for these ladies just try to stay spoiler free so i didn't quite I, I wasn't following too closely on everything that was rumored um and so when rory showed up again i was surprised because he kind of um he was fine in the eleventh hour when he appeared, but he didn't make a huge impression on me or whatever. I was like, okay, yeah, that's her, her boyfriend. Well, in fact, whatever. he's made to be enough of a kind of just what? yeah, fish. Joey, like, yeah, kind of, of, okay. Um, he's not like, even the oh, hot you, one, right? You can <laughs> right. You can kind of believe that she's like, you know what? I kind of want to go around the world, hard like, pass before yeah. I um, like. So yeah, I was surprised when he came back and then joined and then became such sort of a major part of of the the story. So I thought that was I uh, was cool. Um, uh, and I you know it was, again it was sort of like was this going to be another Mickey thing where he's going to disappear after a couple episodes? But as we'll see, um, uh, that may not be the case. No spoilers, folks. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I like uh, I like Amy's reaction to Roy being around a little like Rose, but you know, obviously very. She does quickly come around to being like, "Of course, I like you." Like, stop, you know, don't be, don't be such a. And I wanted to mention guess. that moment and that the couple of lines of dialogue that Rory had. But, and first of all, he's not like a limp noodle. And in fact, what no. he does, he he stands up to the doctor immediately and has this, I think, really great couple of lines of dialogue saying like you just endanger the people around you that's all yeah, you, you make do people want to impress you yeah and then they put themselves in danger to impress you which is a great deconstruction of, of yeah. the doctor right <laughs> and very quickly like established in yeah. awe of him you know yeah. i mean he he's yeah anyway yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I suppose if, 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 if I came along and, and, and I, you know, swept Mrs. Probe away, uh, and I, I brought her to the top of the Statue of Liberty and I was hanging her off the side. Now, I don't know why I'd be doing this. 
King Kong up the side from like the church, and you'd be like, "Stop doing that!" <laughs> yeah. and be like, what's wrong with you? Why she's just having a good time? And you'd be like, "No, you're hanging." That's the analogy, folks. Look, it's been a while since we've done this. I only had. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why don't we move along to our classic episode? It is State of Decay, season <clears throat> eighteen, uh, story four. I forgot to mention that uh, 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 Vampires of Venice, uh, story number two hundred seven. Well, we went Oof. back to story number one hundred twelve. They're still talking about vampires in that one. Still. I mean, they just can't. They're lousy with vampires. Yeah. I mean, it's replete Doctors. with vampirism. This one gets much more into vampires as I and I want to talk about like. Why are vampires as a story structure so popular throughout history? It's you know so what? That might make a great theme. Oh, okay. We could talk about it as a theme. Do we have a section on this podcast where we talk about theme? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, right. uh, does anybody, is there a producer in the room? We'll, anybody? We'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear. <laughs> is anybody um, running this thing? It Where's is for four 25-minute episodes that aired between the 22nd of November and the 13th of December 1980. So John and I were three years old. John mm-hmm. already watching Doctor Who at that yes. point. And I, this well story was terrifying that. to me, actually. Uh, this is the fourth Doctor, and he's got Romana, he's got Adric, and of course, K-9. Mm-hmm. Um, and John K-9. has a little clip here, which I will play for you. Surely you realize something here must be wrong. Wrong? Yes. What is, is. Oh, what is, is wrong. Look, society is developing in varying ways. Yours just seems to be sinking back into some sort of primitivism. Wouldn't you say so? Oh, yes. In terms of applied socio-energetics, it's losing its grip on level two development. On level two? A society that evolves backwards must be subject to some even more powerful force restraining it. An even more powerful force? How very mysterious. Well, mysterious or not, those rebels seem to think the power emanates from you. They flatter us. In any society there is bound to be a division, the rulers and the ruled. A division? Yawning chasm, I'd say, wouldn't you? No, I'd say a sociopathetic abscess. Oh, I wish I'd thought of that. That's a good diagnosis. Yes, I've never seen such a state of decay. Be careful, Doctor. We have acquired great powers. Ah, there must be rulers. The ship of state must have a pilot. What did you say? Ship of state? No. Ship of state? A metaphor. Ah. It's just odd you see that he should mention that. Because Romana and I have just been doing a ship's old manifest. And I can't remember what the ship was called, but Romana might be able to remember. What was it called, Romana? Hydrax. Yes, Hydrax. Does that mean anything to you, Hydrax? Hydrax? Where did you see this? Be silent. Those records were destroyed. I said be silent. No, please don't be silent. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And then All right. Well, um, a lot of plot there. Uh, but the yeah. title of the episode, like, uh, if you feel like, okay. is that like, a, it should be a thing writers do where it's like, I got to work the title. Yeah, right? I think you should have right? to do like, that. It's like, I got to make sure I get the title and the thing. But yes, it seems, I mean, because otherwise, actually, if you didn't have that scene, I don't think you'd know why it was called State of Decay. You'd be like, hmm. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. So I'm going to give a real brief overview of what kind of happens here. But <laughs> what's interesting to me, as we talk about this, we mentioned this is one of the first times that we're doing an episode of a classic series immediately following mm. the story that came right before it. And it's interesting to me how many of the themes are or the thing, the topics are like the same. Right. And I'll explain when I talk yeah. about it. But so they arrive here. Uh, Adric is with them now in Romana. And I guess he's a bit of kind of a stowaway, right? Yeah, or, they don't know he's there at the beginning. Yeah. Canines here as well. Yeah. And they arrive in a planet that looks very much like um, a, a feudal times. Like mm-hmm. it, it looks like 
medieval times, you know, you know <laughs> meaning you can buy, you can buy big drinks yeah. in a, in a, yeah. Great. And, and the the doctor's episode where they went to a medieval times was <laughs> not as good. It wasn't as exciting as you were hoping. Yeah. So they're down here with the serfs, and these villagers are kind of walking around. They're all grungy, and they're scared of uh, and ruled by these lords. Hmm. And they're in some faraway tower. And once a year, there's kind of a Hunger Games type thing where they're young people are removed and taken away and then we just never see them again. I mean, if by Hunger Games you mean they're lined up in a straight line and a guy says, okay, you guys come with us. Is that? I didn't see the <laughs> well, Hunger Games. Is that roughly how it worked? <laughs> I just mean, in the Hunger Games is similarly like there's a selection of the youth that are then taken oh, away. Right. It's much more exciting, like to be fair. Yeah, I, Hunger I, I, Games I, is much more exciting yeah. than this episode of Doctor Who. I, I thought they had to like, they played like Plinko or uh, something like <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> they play the games from Price is Right. Yeah. The one, yes. with the, the one with the hiker that goes up the hill and, is like, and then he falls off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Man, yes. We should do a Price is Right podcast. I would love that. <laughs> so, uh, but as they're looking around, you know, again, Dr. Ramon always nosing around, getting involved in yeah. things. Poking and they see in. that there's tech. There seems to have been technology here that's much more advanced than what, uh, uh, how these villagers are living. We come to find out that, uh, uh, I come to find out a bunch of stuff, I, and you'll have to explain eSpace again to me for the 70th time because I do not understand oh, right, yeah. eSpace. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> what seems to have happened is that this ship, the Hydrax, was just mentioned, was, I don't know, crashed here, came to this planet, and the, the some people running the ship sort of um, became these lords and evolved, and they, the rest of the people on the ship, they sort of let evolve over generations in, into this passive feudal society and they kept technology from them mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying it's very similar to the full circle where this right. idea that like you just run through a few generations it's like they're breeding dogs like yeah. they're just like uh oh, just give them a couple generations and then they're they forget everything that ever happened right and, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it is very like it's uh it is a very like like full circle it's like sort of the people who just are are procrastinating a lot yeah <laughs> thing and uh and and then we talk about they talk about and uh that there these vampire stories have existed in all different cultures and you correct me if i'm wrong but what they seem to imply is that that's true and that on the time on gallifrey there were actual vampires the, called yeah. great i don't know just like the, the great the vampire. great ones or the great vampires or whatever yeah. and that they're like the uber vampire and right. these other tales are sort of mixed in with the it's almost that's what it felt like right there's and a big, this giant war like back in prehistory between the time lords and the vampires <clears throat> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and so uh what we find out is that there's one left yeah and it's here and it's influencing some of these lords and uh this what happens with these young people is they come up and they're sacrificed and the the chosen what ones happens with the, these young people they're, the vampires <laughs> are turning them and uh, again the e the e space is read tiktokers for vampires today but same yeah. kind of thing these young people come up and the tiktokers turn them as far as i understand if i understand what TikTok and that's, is, i which think I you do understand not. tiktok fully i think you do yeah. um and you know, and I mean, again, I'm not going to go into the details. Ultimately, guess what? They defeat them. They defeat them. Oh, <laughs> they defeat them. Um, I, I, again, I'm always like to refer back to the Peter Jackson scripts for Lord of the Rings, where there'd be a huge 30 minute battle scene, but in the script it just said, "And then they fought like men." So I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to say, "Yeah, and then they they won. They they, they beat fought the vampires. like vampires and men." Um, so yeah, they win, and they they do ultimately. Yes, they find this vampire, the Uber vampire, the source of it, and they're destroyed. 
destroy this vampire. They turn and this, the, the tower turns out to be a spaceship. Yes, the, this Hydrax. Yes. As a giant steel bolt. Yeah, which is uh, but, cool. So, right, and we talk about how the actual vampires, it's not stakes through the heart, but these big steel bolts fired mm-hmm. through at the mm-hmm. monsters. And, Great bow ships. And canine charms, charms a bunch of uh, villagers. Yeah, people love their canine. And Adric, they're like, you know what, Adric? Eh. Why don't you stick around a little, buddy, yeah. until we yeah. blow you up? Yeah, if only you would die in a massive explosion, but we'll get there. We'll get so, there. I don't know. Um, but I was interested uh, in... In, and there's some the funniest thing to me is this idea that when they they're like i think i've how i by jove i've got it their names were descended from other names and yeah it, they just make this big deal of it and it's like okay i don't know sure yeah. like continental, her name was camilla camilla mcmilla mcmillan it's yeah like, oh, okay i yeah. sure and they just, becomes all gone it felt like they just thought it was so extremely clever and also something that probably would have shown up better in text or like a book or something which is like all right fine um so yeah you know but i am interested in in this idea of why are vampires um i can't wait to get to this theme section basically Mm. um so yeah so uh this is a sequel so all right let's uh e-space uh, is exospace. Space. It is a Ex- alternative universe to our own, which is N space, normal space. Uh, okay. and, uh, but does it have different rules? It's smaller. Uh, so remember, mm. it's actually explained in Legopolis. Remember, uh, in Legopolis, uh, they were keeping open the CVE, the charged vacuum appointment. Uh, and that was because um, in a closed system like the universe, uh, uh, entropy increases. Uh, and so if you only so if you didn't have energy that could come in from other places, uh, the universe would have long passed the point of, of total collapse. Right. And that's what the Lagopolitans were keeping open with their math. And so uh, this is earlier in the season. Uh, they went through a charge, a CVE, and they ended up in another alternative universe, which makes it an open system. Apparently, this all makes uh and so yes yeah, so they're in e-space so they went through in full circle they accidentally went into e-space now they're trying to get out of e-space uh and they're wandering around and so what happens but is other than that it's smaller are there other like rules to it like again <clears throat> from what we're seeing here tell. how this time seems to like people evolve very quickly or something i don't know like yeah i mean I suppose you could yeah maybe evolution's faster times looking pre- it's smaller it's definitely smaller and it's he cramped. Even, even you want you want to get like a CD point. tower or some bookshelves or something because right. you're yeah. gonna yeah. want to like you utilize your walls. Yeah, like you, you can't, got to. You, know. you can't. You got to work with the space a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, no, the doctor even comments head. at one point. He's like, uh, well, you know, we've got to go. Uh, I, it's actually because East or K nine explains that because E space is smaller, it's actually easier. The TARDIS can be more accurate um, because there's less space to deal with. Um, yeah, this is um, uh, so. This is definitely one I saw when I was very young as a kid, and I remember being very scary. This is very scary. Well, those I mean, bats. I didn't mention there's bats. Bats and, and there's scary. vampires, and they're all creepy, and they're doing vampire stuff. You know, scary stuff. Um, Meanwhile, uh, now, like, on our, you know, nightly sitcoms that are on major networks or streaming services, they're yeah. just, like, graphic sex and people being disemboweled. So I'm like, eh, I fell asleep during this. <laughs> like, you know. I mean, you know, my CSI, there's a lot of, you know, it's it's not a good episode of a show if you don't get some stomach contents ladled into something. Um, this is usually my standard, you know, it's like, uh, ladle, you better, somebody better start ladling or I'm flipping the channel here, <laughs> folks. Um, uh yeah, this is a, a this is Terrence Dix, uh, who had left the show as script editor. He had written this actually years before, 
Uh, and yeah, actually, so uh, yeah, just, just, just put this in context because we've seen a bunch of these now. This story is also in the same season as Megloss with the talking cactus. Full circle, the story Oof. we just watched. The Keeper of Trocken, which is the one with the Melker and the guy in the throne and blah, blah, blah and yeah, Legopolis. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a wide variety within this season. Um, and this definitely feels like an older. Uh, I like Legopolis. Yeah, ones, this, this feels those like it was, it, it was written to uh, um, Terrence Sick has, had written this many years before tried to get it in the show and the BBC had spiked it because they said, well, we're doing a big sort of prestige production of Dracula. Uh, and your crappy little Doctor Who production is going to look like we're you're making fun of us. That was actually the rationale. Like, it's going to look like you're parodying our giant thing of Dracula. And you're like, all right. So they waited. Um, uh, you do have, uh, I do love, it's a great example of, of um, how not to do exposition. Uh, is that um, it's literally, it's, the backstory is explained by Tom Baker reading off of a, a piece of paper <laughs> that K-9 has printed out. He's like, oh yeah, here's the history of the vampires for Gallifrey. And he's just sitting there reading the story. And I mean, granted, Tom Baker has a great voice, so it works. But um, it is, it does, this is this does become quite stimulating. I mean, this is now, this establishes that vampires in the Doctor Who universe are aliens, that Time Lords fought, they're very powerful. Uh, and that is why, I mean, it is still... It's one of those rare pieces of canon that are followed, like to roughly like, you know, we know they're vampires in the universe. uh, And, um, you know, that's why sort of you had to distinguish in Vampires of Venice that why they had to be fish people from like they're like vampires, but they're not actually vampires. Um, So have we ever seen the actual vampires? Yeah. no, but it, well, not in the TV series much. Uh, I feel like um, yeah, maybe not, but in the, in the books, they, it was covered a lot and sort of covering this is sort of the pre, you know, early Gallifrey civilization stuff. Um, I'll give the actors credit who play the vampires. They really commit to it. They are, they're very, we're vampires. We're very elegant and flowy and they have a very interesting, they're directed very interestingly, right? They, they sort of have a, um, they're they're kind of over the top in their performances, which is probably how you have to play a vampire. Um, great trivia, which I find very amusing, is so so Tom Baker and Lala Ward. So that's uh, Tom Baker is the fourth Doctor. Lala Ward is Romana. Uh, they during this season fell in love. Uh, oh. The actors and uh, when Tom Baker left Doctor Who, he married her um, for about like six months, and then they divorced. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Did not go well. Um, but uh, uh, the, the, there's all sorts of behind the scenes stories on this one that they were or during this season, they were at once in love, but then they would have huge fights and then they wouldn't they wouldn't be night. And so it, it was very difficult for directors and everybody because they weren't sure, like, do they like each other? This is like some scene in this one, apparently, where um, she was supposed to climb down a ladder and they're like, oh, Tom, it'd be great if you could help her down the ladder. And he's like, she's not a bloody cripple. She can do it herself. And then they're like, OK. And then, and like, then they actually after they rehearse it, they get to the scene. He's like, you know, maybe I should help her down. And they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. And so, yes. Anyway, a lot of tension on set because of their their romance. Anyway. Um, and then, yes, you get Adric. um uh, who's supposed to be sort of the, I believe the, the brief was an artful dodger like character. <laughs> sort of, okay. You were supposed to doubt his allegiances. You know, he kind of immediately goes with the other vampire walk on and, uh, you know, sort of like, Oh, I don't know. I, I think they were trying to play with this idea of like, could you have a duplicitous companion? And it didn't, it, they try it later too. Uh, I mean, I, quite work. I guess that's interesting. I, 
because I've already seen the future right. of him, I yeah. never. I was like, oh, I know that he's just doing You're just this. Like, just die already. I know I've got a lot more <laughs> no, to do. No, but I, I know that he's <laughs> just sort of doing that moment where he joins forces with you. I, I just assumed it was similar to Amy, just sort of like, I'm just going in here to get information or to infiltrate this or whatever. Yeah. And then just, I will say the last thing is this story has the wonderful uh, moment of great Doctor Who special effects, which is when the great vampire is supposed to be arising and all that happens is a little hand comes through the floor and <laughs> he gets stabbed by the spaceship and they're like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> like, oh, well. Um, and the hand is dead. It's like wonderfully Doctor Who sort of like, oh, there's a whole giant vampire underneath it, but we could only do the hand part. Um, so, yes, one of the great, great Who effects uh, of, of, of this. 70s late at night when the themes come out to play (laughs) the ghouls and ghosts talk about things that are threads through different stories we are adherents of the repeating themes yeah. here in no not we the are. mind probe we and i want to let you know that when i started doing those spooky noises you guys can't see the video podcast but john got a little spooked I isn't that correct john you got a little I was spooked. terrified and then um, and then you we, it was just you you're just a giant hand <laughs> in the screen. i was like oh no it's happening again <clears throat> We like to talk about uh, through lines uh, within Doctor Who stories and also within uh, the the general wor- stories of the world. But I think we're going to stick to these stories here. And no, I yeah, think no. we can finally talk more about vampires. Why do people like vampires, John? Because I'm going to confess something. I don't really care about vampires. And I don't yeah. get I feel like I'm always missing something. Like, why is this so compelling to so many people? Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I mean, so there. Uh, so what do we know? What do we know about vampires? Folks, what do we know? What do we know? What do we know? And uh, wait, we've gotten like it's like conservative talk radio. We got to do something about the vampires, people. Now, what do we know about them? Uh, the liberal vampire menace is coming over our borders, people. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, they're um, the. Uh, uh, so, all right, what do you think when you think? So, first, vampires are sexy, right? They're, it's like, you know, there's it's no always, sexy yes, zombies, yes. right? There's no sexy Frankensteins, although that would be amazing. I would watch that show. And I, <laughs> and I know there's it's limbs falling monsters, off. Pe- pedants, but whatever. You know what I there's mean? There's limbs falling off, but they're very good looking limbs. Yeah, like, it's like, it's ooh, nice. All right. <laughs> um, so, uh, vampires are seductive, they're sexy. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, that, I'm, that's how I'm always going to say it. So, vampires are se- and sexy. Sassy. Um, what's the old Saturday Night Live sketch with Phil Hartman where he's like, sassy? sassy. Oh, that is sassy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and um, they're very, they're generally good looking, they're smooth. What are, I don't know but what they're, they're, they're always like withdrawn. They're kind of, vampires are always that, you know, there's that stereotype of that. You're kind of attracted to the person who you can't figure out, and they're playing hard yeah. to get. Yeah. Vampires are always like that. Like you never kind of know what's going on. They they disappear immediately. You know. So yeah. So what I mean, so like, so um, zombies, they're a metaphor. Sort of. So I, I've read something where they're a metaphor for uh, for immigration or invasion. Like they're an unstoppable. They just keep coming. You can't stop them. Blah blah blah. What's going to happen? Um, uh, you've got uh, 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 Frankenstein's monster is sort of you know, out of control science, science and, uh, yeah. and blah, blah. 
what are vampires and men of horror for? I mean, sexy people. Sexy, sex, <laughs> maybe, no, well, maybe they We're are all like, going to die from too much sass. Maybe it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is a metaphor for sex, though. I mean, that would that would make sense that it's like your like temptation. Like you know what the, it is. It's it's a metaphor for women wearing uh, pants that cut off above the ankle. Uh, and it, it seduces you, and you you lose control of yourself. I was I almost said you lose control of your bowels, which is not is that what happens? I don't I don't actually know how seduction works. Is that is that what happens to men? So have you never been seduced or have ever seduced anyone, John? Not by a woman. I just I don't know if that's I don't. Oh, know. you don't know how women work. I get it. Uh, your, well, your bowel that's function. another podcast, but I know all about how women work. It's pretty straightforward, but I'll break it down for you sometime. Um, I'm yeah. seeing here that uh, vampires. Yeah, it really was. Well. Vampires would symbolize over, right? death and disease, but um, but they were saying that the act of vampirism is is definitely a metaphor for sex, and often it's very overt. So it's like, right. and, and I do think perhaps in the past too, it was used as because again, once you're converted, once you're bitten, hmm. it's almost like you're when. Uh, a warning of like not having sex before marriage. So oh, it's like, well, cause once okay. then you do that, right. Then if you bite others, then they also, you know, you're, you're turning them too. Right. Um, right. Stay, staying well, out late at night. Some people you kill and some people you convert to vampirism. Yeah. That was always interesting. Have you ever seen what we do in the shadows? Yes. We, we talked about it. I love that. Show. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And some um, they kill and some they convert and it has to be. Yeah. They just eat conversion. some people, right. Yeah. They just drain all their blood. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, but is, God, is it, show is so great. Is that it, is the by the way that is the one vampire piece of content i'm all in for yeah and i love that we're on season two it's brilliant actually we just finished the end of season two guillermo just killed a bunch of people but uh it's, it's brilliant gizmo gizmo just killed <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah but is it so i don't again maybe i'm missing something i always thought it was sort of like okay so wait if they convert you to a vampire you live forever at the very sexy age that you are, like, and you know, and you live forever. I was like, so where's the what's the drawback? I mean, yeah, you gotta kill some people, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. And you, and you can only be out at night and yeah. do cool things. It's like oh, so you're okay. gonna miss a lot of fun daytime. Well, and then stuff. if you yeah. look at everything's like, closed, that's what you know. Everything's closed. They're like, you know what? If you if you're a vampire, everything's closed. You can't we gotta go, go to New York City or something. You are so, never the post office is never gonna be open for you. You gotta go through <laughs> the rest of your life unable to go to the post. Always office. an overnight Dropbox for yeah. you. Yeah, how, but, how would you get a driver's license? You can't. Then the also place. adding on to that, in I don't know if this is all. Maybe this is to me. This seems more modern, but I definitely like in Twilight. Certainly, but even before that, some other like more modern vampire stories. Not only all that stuff you said, but they also seem to get like super strength, and they're yeah. they're essentially like super powered. They're fast. They can do move very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like what. <laughs> What like you said, what is the downside? <laughs> but they seem to always act like I'm so cursed. And what w- what seems to be the nature of it is they're cursed because, which is is a story. For example, I know in like in the Lord of the Rings, there's something of like there are certain beings that can live forever, like the elves, hmm. and if they fall in love with a human well that just sucks right. because and then, dr so, covers starts to cover this yeah it's like well he, but, david Tennant, right he's like oh, i'll live forever and you'll die like, right 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 right, right. exactly oh, but, bummer. <laughs> and with vampires it's like there's a solution here you yeah. just bite her and then that's it right. like yeah, so she's with you forever and you're like just, oh no i don't like that i mean again you do have to 
kill and eat a whole bunch of people. You do have to do that. And maybe maybe it says a lot about us that we're just like, and? <laughs> right. That seems like an easy thing to surmount with all the other positive benefits. Is this is this mod is this our modern society? Is this this is a symbol for us, our attitude about climate change. We're like, and yeah, kill a whole bunch of future generations. But feel, what's the downside? <laughs> I feel like we're in the we're in like some multi-level marketing scheme and they've left the room to let us think about it. We're like, I don't see the problem. <laughs> this all seems great. Like, you know what? I am gonna buy that package. Protein shoes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Might have hit it twice again. Let's just, you know what? Just for fun, we're just gonna roll it. Yeah, we'll just do another one there. You know, I gotta say, Um, we 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 um we 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 know usually our theme sessions are we're our theme rap sessions. Are, uh, are pretty contentious, but I think we both agreed on that one. We would become vampires. <laughs> Ready to be vampires in a moment. In fact, in fact, it'd be the kind of thing where, should I become a vampire, I'm going to reach out to you and be like, John, I want to let you know, I became a vampire. Would you and Mike like to become yeah, vampires? I mean, let, because let like, we... We got it. Like we we have it. Yeah, but now you know. Now it sounds like a timeshare thing, and like you gotta go. And you want to go like, in on vampirism with me? <laughs> like, no, we gotta get. No, don't 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 do it. We gotta buy the points, and like we're gonna end up in like we're gonna end up in like. You can Texas be a vampire in Texas. any of these three countries. Now, look, you can only be vampire in these countries for certain times of the year. Yeah. We're but, never going to get the good time in Maui. It's always going to be some <laughs> crap time. <laughs> uh, we went to one of those uh, when when we went to Aruba. Oh, yeah. We went to one of those uh, for part of our stay. That's when we went to the different hotel than you. Uh, John and I went to Aruba with our mm-hmm. spouses, and we uh, stared at each other. Uh, yep. Our, we, our spouse is still in the picture, by the way. So all of you who are betting against us, take that. <laughs> <laughs> but Kim and I uh, – oh, sorry, Mrs. Probe and I went Mrs. to a timeshare – uh, meeting because we wanted to get the hotel and yep. uh it, it was fine but it was just really interesting because they they you know they sell you on it it's like it all sounds pretty good but we got to the part at the end where we asked some basic questions they're like so but would we have to pay this or does this work this way and they're like well no but a lot of people see the benefit and we're like oh right but if it's that then we can't do it and they just had no answer for the thing because they were like well people really like to look at it as like this they're like that sounds good. We don't have like fifty thousand dollars to we're not quote people. invest in this. Yeah. So no, yeah. like, um. So it was just really funny because they realized pretty quickly that like you are not our target demographic. Yeah, like yeah. so it's more like my in laws who don't listen to this podcast, or at least certainly are not going to buy episode fifty two. So I feel safe <laughs> saying this, but they they will effectively they will uh they're not good for timeshare things they own like three at this point they will basically make an offer on any four-walled structure they're standing in at any given moment like if a realtor just walked into like a denny's and was like you want it they'd be like "Uh, okay i I, I, am we'll take it we'll take it like so um do they use are are very uh susceptible to those do they use them I don't. They have like deeded ones and points, and they do. They do use them, but they they bought them like thirty years ago, so they actually have dedicated times to the point where I believe now actually the timeshare people are desperately trying to buy. It's actually reversed roles. The timeshare people are like, <laughs> "Please sell us your timeshare back because you have like the deeded time that we really want and whatever." Um, so if you wait long enough, if you, if you hold out, <laughs> you can you can turn the tables on them. Uh, but you know, it only costs like twenty years worth of, of time. Kim's parents similarly uh, are like always very interested in it, and they have one apparently in the Poconos that they have never been to. Mm. They just they got it, and, and we're always. And we thought they had gotten rid of it, and so we asked them. 
something came up with it and they're like no we still have that and we're like we've still never been there though like if you have it could, we should at least use it ever and the pokemon's so, you know so the pokemon's are in pennsylvania right <clears throat> yeah, yeah yeah i used to think that was like some island nation in the pacific because it <laughs> sounds like it should be it right it's like hey who wants to go to the poconos it doesn't sound like who wants to go to western pennsylvania <laughs> it sounds like an exotic tropical island well the, the mountains of western pennsylvania have has exotic uh, meth heads in it and it's <laughs> quite a wonderful place uh we're a little off track because what we're actually supposed to be talking about is that the fact that there are 297 official doctor who television stories Amen, brother we have ranked 102 probably actually wow, at this point. let me wow. just check here no 100 no no uh 100 and yes yes sorry, two, yes, two, up to this point yes um and we're now going to rank these two so that's how that goes i'm going to start with my ranking uh, that's a little confrontational so that's how that goes so <laughs> so deal with it ladies uh so I'm going to start here. Uh, I was mentioning to John in the pre-podcast, uh, the green room, <laughs> when we were, you know, having our being, herbal our chamomile tea and chamomile talking, tea, you know, getting we're getting our massages, exercises, yeah. uh, that I, I really enjoy Matt Smith and uh, Karen Gillen. And um, similar to when we talked about uh, Donna and the doctor, when you just really like the dynamic and the two actors, it's sort of hard to rank an episode where you didn't like it that much, but it's still them. So it's not bad. It's just, and that's how I felt about vampires of Venice. So it ended up kind of right in the middle for me. Um, I put it at number 47. Mm-hmm. Um, it is right below unicorn and the wasp, the mm-hmm. Agatha Christie uh, one. And, yeah. Well, Just above Ambassadors of Death, Time Warrior, End of Time. I got to a certain point where I was like, yeah, it's better than those. Yeah. Um, so, um, and you just, who had the time to go further? He was like, ah, and sure. you mentioned Logopolis and the Romans. I have those just above above that. So, again, I really like those. Really like the introduction of Rory and the dynamics mm-hmm. brought up by it. But the episode as it was, and I usually really like the somewhat the the ones that are set in historic times. Yeah. Even, even though this one isn't like related to anyone famous or any event other than the plague is just sort of a throwaway mention. Um, but this one wasn't. And maybe that's why, actually, I like the historic ones when they are tied into history. Yeah. This was um, just set in a historic place. Right. Right. With no real relevance to it. Yeah. So State of Decay, um, <laughs> I definitely liked less than that. Um, <laughs> so I, but I just started going down the list. Um and you know one that kind of stands out for me they're, they're, it's funny when we're looking at ranking these some stand out where i'm like let me go here and just think about is it worse than this one or, or is it better than this one you get some benchmarks yeah and the one that comes up for some reason as i have a because also for me you have more of an encyclopedic knowledge of these i don't remember all the ones so there's some where i see the title i'm like i remember the experience of watching mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. for whatever reason this is a new uh new who but uh, the sound of drums last of the time wars i just i remember the experience of not really enjoying that right mm-hmm. and so this one came just above just that above. so you did just about that but you enjoyed I, this one slightly a little more than that okay. it was below the arc battlefield which to me is very similar to this yeah, um yeah, and uh <laughs> which i enjoyed more than that but it's this is above sound of drums less of the time more better than planet of the evil better than i have gridlock down here which is probably wrong but uh whatever um <laughs> better than the keeper of Traken, which we referenced right yeah um, the, anyway, the season yeah number 70 so it's yeah. kind of uh it's not at the very bottom but it's uh definitely the bottom of the middle mm-hmm. well um uh, we'll start here because we agree i've got state of decay at number 70 
Uh, and the same exact ranking for different reasons. Uh, So I have it. uh, um, It's in my, and and for me, uh, Stones of Blood, remember that's the one with the the giant rocks that kill people. I feel like there's a better way to describe that, but you know, you get the (laughs) idea. Uh, (laughs) Be great if it's just an episode of this drop rock. That really is though. That is the key part of it. Yeah. Um, So stupid. uh, (laughs) That one's in my, in my sort of classic Doctor Who comfort foodie sort of uh, uh, and and State of Decay. I think, I think part of why State of Decay gets here for me is because it is actually, this is Tom Baker's final season uh, and everything else is sort of Megalos, Legopolisy, which is a real uh, an adjective people use. Uh, yeah. It's very megalossy. Uh, <laughs> like, um, I'm feeling a little legopolisy today. Yeah, I'm not going to come to tonight. Uh, but anyway, uh, those are much more sort of uh, the new era of Doctor Who, and this is kind of a throwback to classic like '70s Who. Uh, and so, for whatever reason, it sort of sticks to me. It's like it's the last of sort of the 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 it's the last of the true Tom Baker era, right? Like the, uh-huh. the rest of the season is the transition. So it's it, for whatever reason, it sticks in my sort of it's my comfort foodie. Uh, who and then I've actually got Vampires of Venice a little bit lower. Um, and as I said, I'm not happy about this. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know how this happened. You, I'm unhappy. You ranked about it, this and then immediately, thirty seconds later, said, "I don't like how I ranked this." Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Person. I, I got to talk to somebody. I don't know how I get this undone. Um, <laughs> I don't know how spreadsheets work or how to. I, uh, no, I've got it. I've got and actually, though, similar. I've got it around Sound of Drums uh, and Last of the Time Lords. Um, it's uh, it's number seventy six, uh, a little bit lower. Um, I think it's 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 just. Uh, as you say, I love Matt Smith and Karen Gillan, and many more praise for those two. Um, uh, but um, unremarkable. It's it's not it's not. I barely can remember the plot. I mean, I know it takes place in Venice, and there's some vampires, and I don't remember why they're doing all the things that they're doing. <laughs> so it's entertaining, and it looks good, uh, and they're good. But yeah, it's just kind of like yeah, eh, it's in my it's in my. Oh, I'm not going to remember it. So I've got around yeah, sound of drums around Terror of the Rivoids. Uh, Warriors of Deep, which again is Warriors of Deep is very memorable, but uh, I, don't know, I mean, look, Vampires of Venice doesn't have a murka in it, so I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna go slightly I like better. That. I like that murka, <laughs> that murka is great. Well, I'll put it on the old supercomputer yeah, here. Here um, we are. Here. <laughs> it is uh, a rare occurrence, it's happened just a couple other times, uh, but that we both ranked the episode the same. And in fact, I want to go through again, we did it at some point where I went through and just saw which ones have the highest disparity of rankings. So yeah. For example, the curse of Fenric is probably the number one. It's yeah. you have it ranked 19th and I have ranked 88. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's actually moved up uh, really. Um, <laughs> but uh, vampires of Venice ends up at tied for number 67 with an unearthly child. The first mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised mm-hmm. that that's that low, but anyway, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. I like an unearthly child. Isn't that a, what's his name? Og? It's the very first one. Yeah, it's a Zah. 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 It's, it's, it's what um, turned us into Zah people. We are Zah people. Yeah, we, we're now, we're, in, we're full Zah. Full Zah. Um, I'm sorry. The Vampires of Venice is what's tied with an unearthly child. I, yeah, I read that right. incorrectly. And State of Decay is tied at, is, is at 73. Mm-hmm. So they're both, uh, they're near at the bottom. So that's 104 episodes that, that we've ranked. But it is interesting we're, to see the ranking ones that, vampires. We're ranking the vampires in the, in the old uh, yeah in the same area they're, they're kind of in the lower section of our rankings lower end of things no you can go to mindprobe.show you can you see can. these rankings you can see notes from old episodes uh all of these when you see the rankings you, you'll you see my rankings as kind of this newcomer john's uh rankings as a you know a 
uh, certified scholar, Doctor Who scholar. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and you can also see how to subscribe to the podcast. We would love it if you did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you can contact us, Porter at mindprobe.show, John at mindprobe.show. Yeah. I mm -hmm. don't believe I have anything. Uh, oh, I, uh, Paul has Paul wrote. Uh, um, I don't think we covered this. He sent us some Christmas salutations, um, and he did write about how um, uh, he has reactions to the Ark, which we walked like eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're behind uh, on our mail, uh, and he's Paul's working his way through the Ark, or was a month and a half ago, uh, and was finding sixties Doctor Who painful to watch. Um, uh, but uh, is uh, he's trying to bring his 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 partner Ellie into it, uh, and uh, so you know nothing. I, I it, you know, I'm, I'm rereading it. It sounds like he's bringing out into the Matt Smith uh, season instead of uh, oh, the funny. arc. I mean, it, you know, bringing bringing your spouse into the uh, the 60s episodes is is sort of uh, if you don't like them, that's where you start. I think, right? So you're like, you know, what? <laughs> <Watch this." laughs> How do you feel about your spouse? Yeah, uh, if you like them, then you want to bring them into the new step. Mike, and now Mike falls asleep instantly as soon as we start one of the uh, black and white ones. Um, you know, and, which is a little annoying, right? You're like, <laughs> excuse me, we're only seven episodes into this. Uh, we've been watching for three and a half hours, and you're falling asleep, which is rude. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel like you should, folks. The modern manners say. Nine episodes, nine 25 minute episodes of black and white, slow shot as live television before you can start to doze. I think, this by is the way, another fair. one we disagree on a lot is turn left. I don't remember that we disagreed that much on it. You, oh, you really? have it pretty low, and I have it like middle third. I have it ranked 33, and you have it ranked 80. Yeah, that one bother, you know, that whole, um, that whole, uh, oh, look, the Holocaust is happening again. Um, <laughs> I realize it's not quite delivered that way. Although, oh again, look, you know, oh look over there, there it is, there it is, everybody. Which hopefully we won't be. I mean, that's how we'll feel when the Holocaust happens again. That's how we'll feel, but we'll be like, oh, look, it's happening. Again, oh, this everybody. is interesting. I don't remember this, but I, you have Bad Wolf Parting the Ways ranked fairly high, number mm -hmm. twenty six, mm -hmm. and I have it ranked eighty seven. Wow. Yeah, you really do not like that. And I remember this one, Dalek in the first season. It's the regeneration. You know, ranked pretty high. Eccleston's first regeneration. Yeah. 31, yeah. And I have it ranked 91. Well, you know, you were going through a dark time then. <laughs> <laughs> you were all like, oh, it's a pandemic. It's awful. And never, the rest of the world was like, dude, chill out. It's, it's the worst that's going to happen. John, what do we have in store for next episode? That's what I want to know of this podcast. Oh, oh this podcast. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this one. Um, this one uh, well, we're we're uh, we're going to continue to do what we've been doing for the last fifty-two episodes. Uh, we're going to go to the next story in the Matt Smith uh, era, uh, like Matt, clockwork. Yeah, right. I mean, like you could set your clock by it if you uh, if if Porter's children stay COVID-free for the next couple weeks. Um, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, if they will stop licking ashtrays or doing how whatever they oh. did to get this um, delicious uh, ashtrays. Yeah, <laughs> must have ashtray. Um, we're going to go to. Amy's Choice, uh, which is obviously a big abortion episode, is was really <laughs> controversial. Um, but you know, brave, timely, brave. timely. Um, uh, yeah, so we're another Dr. Rory Amy story, Amy's Choice. Uh, and uh, and I've paired that with this is again another very, very tenuous linked episode. I seemed in in both stories I find that there are creepy old people, and that's my link. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've paired it with uh, a seventh doctor and Mel's story. Uh, Paradise Towers, another one from their first season. So, uh, yeah, so those are those are our creepy old people episode coming up, folks. If you're old 
and creepy could get could get buckle, rough for buckle you. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, you know, uh, my kid has COVID. Uh, mm. She's done with it now, but now everyone in my family has immunity. Mm. So I'd say here's to a COVID-free future. Here's to our futures. I like how Here's, she's done with it now. Like she's like done. she's toyed around with it. She's done. She's had it. She's like okay. I'm done. I'm done. She's the only one who really came by her COVID immunity. Honestly, like she mm-hmm. fought the yeah. thing. Yeah. Like I, I earned mine. Did she? Was she binge watching? Like did she binge watch? Like um, I don't know. What did kids watch on, on the YouTube? Well, I do remember. That basically, what kids watch is they've made 3D animated versions of any book that you can remember when you were little. So, like Go Dog Go is a, is a 3D animated series where the dogs have backstories and like that. Oh, but they still go. Do they still go? Because they still like go, and they wear little racing caps. And I love to Go Dog Go. She loved it too, and loves this show, and she has watched it nonstop. She also now this is interesting. Speaking of uh, the Ukraine situation. She's obsessed with the show called Masha and the Bear, okay. which is a, is a, oh. must be some kind of a Russian show. Yeah. And I'm like, is our child being radicalized into a pro-Putin Russian sympathizer? Because she's obsessed with the show. It's very clearly Russian. <laughs> wronged by the Western imperialists. And also, I hate, I hate. I hate Masha the Bear. It's, mm. it's such a dumb show. She thinks it's funny. And I just dis, dislike it. A lot of their shows I, I like, but... Uh, yeah. Masha and But again, I grew up in the Cold War, so I'm just like, ugh. No. Bears? No. <laughs> no. Mind Probe.show.